When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Now, I've used the services in ARC. Um, I've used the counselling services in ARC, but there's actually far more than just counselling. And I think yeah. one of our next uh, contributors this morning is actually going to tell us about that because we're being joined on the line by Michael Murphy. Uh, good morning to you, Michael. Good morning. And you are currently using the services of Cork ARC, aren't you? I am indeed, yeah. And I have been for the last two and a half years since I was diagnosed. What kind of cancer did you kind of have to oh, do I, with, Michael? Yeah, I have bowel cancer, which spreads, so I think it's, it's metastatic, as they, they call it. Not that I'm an expert now, but you get fairly well um, schooled on it. But it, yeah, it spreads my liver, and it's in my lungs, and uh, it's in the pelvis as well. But it's inoperable in the liver, so it means I'll have it. Uh, I'm just be ongoing treatment to keep me going as well as they can. But yeah, I hadn't heard of our house either. There was a... a, a, a guy I was working with, the general manager, had had testicular cancer and he said, before you do anything else, let the hospital look after the chemo and all that kind of stuff and you get in contact with our house. So another man telling me to do it was enough to get me to do it. Mm-hmm. If not, I don't know what I have done it, but just from day one, from when I rang up, because initially I was ringing because I have three kids at the time, they were 8, 11 and 15. I didn't know how much we should be telling them, should we be bringing them along with everything or, or keeping them in the dark, that kind of stuff. But I was reassured what we were doing was right. And then once I made the initial phone call, um, Katrina Falvey would be my contact up there. Katrina would ring me and she'd have courses to do this, that and the other. And I found it a great help meeting the people up there that are going through the same journey. We wouldn't talk about cancer, but to be... It's not an elephant in the room. When you be talking with, if I'm talking with friends, it's something that they feel they either ignore or they have to talk about. We're, we're all in a room together. We all have cancer and it's, it's you don't have to talk about it. It's just mm-hmm. something that's, that we all have kind of thing. But yeah, for, for the entire family, um, my my wife got counselling up there and then she did a, a self-compassion course, which helped her immensely at the, at the start. So yeah, for myself then... They did. Um, I did the Survive and Thrive, and then I did the Back to Fitness course as well, which was a, a great crack. It was all men that we didn't we didn't do nothing but, like you say, banter and 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 make fun of each other for the ten weeks or whatever it was. But it was great. It was a great way to get back because I had had a bowel bypass as well, so I wasn't sure what I should be doing exercise wise. But yeah. Stephanie is the um, I don't know. She physio. I, I don't want to give her the wrong title now, but she's. Uh, the fittest person I've ever met, but she was there pushing, pushing, pushing the whole time. She was telling me what I could do, which was great because I'd been a gym goer before, but then I didn't know what to be doing. So it was great advice, that kind of stuff to be 
keeping yourself and that's very important fitness is very important when you're going through treatment to keep yourself healthy and to get the, the chemo to pass through you quicker kind of thing that's so interesting because like my fitness is on the floor at the moment Michael so I think you know like I've used the counselling services I've never actually tapped into any of the other services that Cork Arc yeah. have so you'd recommend it I would indeed. Now uh, you might you might regret if you meet. Uh, <laughs> I'll hold you responsible, Michael, if I'm there because on the floor was, going. Was, I forget the man's name. Was all there and he was going through lung cancer, and we used to do it start with five minutes of cardio at the end, and it went up to fifteen minutes. But she didn't care. Oh. You know, not that yeah. she didn't care, but she she'd get about to get a little bit out of the comfort zone, which is what you need. Because I I think I was in on Wednesday for for a chemo. I I'm taking an oral chemo at home, but I go in for uh, have two hours and times at the lead clinic. Yeah. But I think I'm heading for number sixty of every 60. two weeks for the last two and a half years. Yeah. So I don't know if I didn't have the bit of fitness and the help from our house. That I don't know. Would would you get through it as well? Because mm. like like the last man I was talking, you have the whole family on board, so you can. You can put down the blinkers and and tell yourself you're gonna you're just gonna ignore it, but then you're not allowing everyone in the family to deal with it. Then, so if you can deal with it yourself, you'll pass it down. That I'm still a father, so you still have to be a father to the kids. So mm-hmm. if you're in denial and that kind of stuff, because ours went from something I thought I was going to come out the other end of to, to being terminal. So you have I had to get my head right. I have a good psychotherapist named Michelle O'Riordan who would help me as well, but. Uh, only with working with doing those courses I uh, do mindfulness as well if you don't get your head right you're denying everyone else around you to deal with it and uh, it's obvious it, it would be uh, people are kind of mourning you while you're still alive that's so, so true isn't it I've actually it, had people kind of look at me and almost sympathise with me as well uh, while I was you know heading off into the hospital and I think we're so we underestimate, don't we, how integrated we are physically and mentally and and how important that kind of a foundation is to going yeah. through, you know, what is a kind of a considerably long journey, even though you have this kind of we can't operate on the liver, yeah. but everything else is still, you know, you're, you're still there, you're doing your exercise, you're doing your cardio. But I love how the fact that uh, you're you're just highlighting as well that your wife is being taken care of and, uh, you know, that you, you have three young kids, they're still very young. Yeah, and without 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 a bit of counselling, without because it hurts, it would hurt me to see my wife struggling, and it would hurt hurt to see me struggling. So you can push people away for the wrong reason. Mm. Whereas with, with counselling, it can tell you why you're doing it. I don't want to see her pain; she doesn't want to see my pain. So we avoid each other. Whereas with with a little a little bit of expertise we now are much closer than we ever would have been. So I can see why people would, would divorce when something happens that it's just too painful. It's just because we, you, you think you're going to live to be 90. So we had a future planned when the kids were growing up, when life was going to be easy, that kind of stuff. But that's all taken away. But you still have to live because the prognosis with mine, I think it's three years. That's the average. But uh, I've already three years done. I'm under direct power. Um, but he says it could be 10 years. So you don't know. So you're living in this like kind of a, mm. a no man's land kind of a, you don't know how, how far you're going to get. And is so that, to, does that make yeah. it a little harder, Michael, that, you know, they say, well, and Derek, God, they're very few better than Derek. Yeah. You know, he says it could be three, it could be five, it could be 10. Is that harder to deal with than if he said it's, it's two? Without, I'd say, without Michelle O'Riordan, my psychotherapist I see once a week, without our house, without that kind of stuff, it, it, I don't know how I get through it. I don't know how, I don't know how you get up in the morning, how you make plans. Uh, my daughter's just doing a leaving, so she had her graduation. 
um, on Wednesday, mm. I, I have a, a 14 year old. I had to give him a hug and say, Look, I hope I'm doing all, all I can to be with you for your graduation. So it, it's it's unbelievably, I wouldn't have been able to have, have that conversation with him without having someone telling me the, the conversations with counsellors with our house. But that would just to get you strong enough yourself because to ask for help is a sign of strength I think is I suppose a sign of weakness so as men we can put our, uh, our our blinkers on and just say no I'm going to get through it on my own and then it's it's so hard but yeah it's I don't know I, I don't know none of us know how long we're going to live but uh, yeah but most people think they're going to live to be 90 whereas I, I kind of know <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a roundabout way that it's not going to be I'm not going to see 60 but at the same time, is it easier? I don't know. I, I, I'd imagine it's probably, if I had, was given two years to live, you're going to be on a countdown. So I'd prefer not to know that it's going to be two yeah, years. You because, yeah, yeah, because you, you don't necessarily want to be yeah. counting down the days. This will be my last summer, this will be my last Christmas, that kind of thing. So You mentioned something about about men, us men, we're devils, we kind of say, uh, I'm grand. We need someone yeah. to turn around and say, you are in your arse, yeah. don't you? And, yeah, 100%. And, I, I, and the people I, I meet on the street that say, I wouldn't go looking for trouble, but like with, with getting diagnosed early and how much, how beneficial it is for the long term treatment. If the cancer's in there and you're going to ignore it, it's already in there. You know, you, you as men, we, they, they could ignore symptoms for, for far too long and let it go. Rather than go looking for trouble, the trouble's already there. So you're, you, it, it, it's, it's cardiology ticket that you can't. You, you can just ignore it and it'll go away. But um, yeah, as, as men, I'd see that, that, that. And I can see the benefits. I, I'm, I did the back to fitness thing. And at the start, I'm, a, I'm a talker. That's, I, I used to drive a truck, so I'd be used to talking to guys in the back doors. I'd say there was 12 men in the room and we didn't have a conversation for the first class or two. And then by the end, we were all joking and missing. And how much that brings people on that would lift your spirits that you know a 12 week course that you're not on your own because you can feel very lonely when you get diagnosed although they say it's one and two you're not going to meet that many cancer patients to be to be you know to be kind of relieving to think that you're not on your own whereas if you go up to our house you're going to be meeting men we don't sit around talking about cancer it doesn't come up in conversations you won't be discussing your diagnosis you won't be discussing treatment that kind of stuff but just to know that the elephant isn't in the room, it's outside the room, that we can just have a laugh that if one guy is, is lying down to do his weights and the, the rest of them uh, are taking the, the, the pee because he, he looks like he's going to go to sleep, that kind of stuff. I had great crack, you know, I had great crack for, for the, the, the course up there. Yeah. Well, Michael, we wish you well and uh, continued, conti- continued... Um yeah. Best health now, you can get out of it, shall we say? Yeah. Before I go, I just tell you that I'm also dealing with Marymount, yes. and they're they're great. They they, they provide the the for the kids. They they have um, uh, counselling up there, and they they would you know they take on the whole family up there, and even even the Mercy Foundation. At the start, you'd have financial worries because. Uh, and you wouldn't wouldn't necessarily be be given uh, ten thousand euros when you get diagnosed with cancer. So you still have the bills and that kind of stuff. Idel, the social worker in there, would use them. And I remember when I was in there at the, at the start when we just got that diagnosis that was terminal. She, we said, have you any problems at all? And uh, she was saying money worries and that kind of stuff. So she got us all the way were eligible. She got a back to school, which helped us with back to school. So every single charity, I think, that you're, you're doing today. It's not going to 
anyone but uh, it's it's benefited me it's benefited the family so it is it is great work you're doing and it is uh it is great every charity on it are doing great work michael listen great talking to you great talking to you thank you very much for being this michael murphy service user at ark house and marymount so we're going to ark house yet again because there's a, a little gang there that are known as the four amigos and we have two of them paddy and jerry on the phone morning lads good morning, good morning. okay paddy how are you everyone need a finest good man and jerry yeah, I'm very good, thanks. Good very man. Good. good man. You go swimming. Do we swimmers before you met up in our house? Not really, no. No, not really, no. I, I, I'm, I'm struggling to learn how to swim. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Good man, good man. And who's teaching you? Paddy. <laughs> <laughs> and would you would you be a, would you be a good swimmer, Paddy? I wouldn't be kind of bad, like, but uh, when, when I got I got out very long there uh, last June, PJ. Right. You kind of want two of them when you're swimming. How do you manage swimming with one lung? Yeah, I swim a man over, but I can even swim with the water. <laughs> but um, this is the best thing we ever done. Like I had the prostate cancer in 2011. Yeah, and I went to it, and then I went for a blood test every year, PJ. And yeah. when I went this year, they see that I had something again. So it was the lung cancer. I had. Yeah. How, did, how, did, how, did, how you know when, you know when that you've had it and it and it. Got rid of it and, and it comes back somewhere else. How does that feel, Paddy? That's a bit. You, you, you be, would you, would you, you be angry at the world, would you, when that happens? Oh, you get a bad shot. Like, yeah. like I was getting great news for kind of ten years. Like that was gone and down and up. And next, there was a, and I was just after coming out of them. I was just at me doctor there, I know, and uh, the orthopedic there. But Nick Flynn, Doctor Nick Flynn, is normally my doctor. Yeah. But and mine, good pal of mine, yeah. Oh my God, what a lovely man. But he he spotted something in the blood test I got, blood test I got last year, 12 months. And then he said, we'll have to go somewhere else about this week. And they did. And yeah. next, everything hit the fan then. Yeah. But um, I had it in my lung and it was very near my heart. 
Right. So they had to, like, they had a, um, like, I thought, just one doctor, like, I, I know nothing about this crack, but I thought one doctor, like, would know everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, but he says, like, they kind of go around the table, all the different people, surgeons, consultants, whatever. Yeah. And it's what they, well, it's what they come, come, whatever decision they come to. Yeah. Between them, that's what they'll do. Good man. And how are you now? Yes, I'm only the finest. I'm sitting down my car, and I know I'm <laughs> talking to you. Good man. But, uh, but um, I was just saying, yeah, like, the, the four lads, like, just four of us together, you know, like, the, we started off with, with uh, nine, I think, PJ. Right. And they were down out to the four, but people went back to work and people were too sick to carry on and yeah. all that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we're kind of back to kind of half normal over there. Yeah, we're at the gym there now, but I must just say one thing before I forget to say it to you. The people above in our coast that we met, Katrina, uh, is, is Stephanie, the physiotherapist, and Maura. And there was another lady there, she came in one day, but they couldn't do enough for us. Yeah. And then they brought, when we were, we done eight weeks in, um, in training, exercising and all that, and we done uh, eight weeks there, and after Christmas then, we went, um, they brought us to the Mardyk uh, complex. Right. And they, like, for eight weeks. And there was a beautiful girl up there, and she was our personal trainer. And, oh, my God. Gillian. Right, right. And she looked after us you're, up you're, there. Come here, you're surrounded. You're surrounded by women. It's all women. <laughs> no one here in giant arcos. Jerry, Jerry, come here to me. How are you yeah. doing yourself? I'm, I'm doing very well. I'm doing fine. I have a very good um, oncologist, and uh, Dr. Bambury, and he's looking after me very well. Fantastic, and, and the the people in Arcos are, are just wonderful. You, I couldn't speak more highly of them. And uh, you never knew this other character before you went to Arcos. Never, never. Yeah, and you're lifelong you know pals. You'd be lifelong pals now. We are, yeah, and uh, that wouldn't have happened only for Arcos. Yeah. So it's it's brilliant. I mean, what they do is just fantastic, and they're all voluntary uh, people. Yeah. Yeah. They're just volunteered to do it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and they're What's they're that? one of they're one of our one of our charity partners, and we love hearing the stories from the likes of yourself and Paddy yeah. for what they do. Because do you know, Paddy, there's so much of cancer is medicine and drugs and tests and surgery yeah. and re- but there's a whole other side to it too. Yeah, I, I had a, I had a pal, a great great friend of mine, God rest him, he's no, no longer with us, um, James O'Sullivan. James and James used to go to Ark and was a great supporter of Ark. But James said to me, they keep the head together. Yeah, oh, that's true. Like, <laughs> like, like yeah. when we used, we used to come out of there, we used to go up at the Wednesday at, say, 2 o'clock. And we were supposed to come out at 3 o'clock in Noah. But mm-hmm. So with the crack that was going on with us, and the clap and the joke and everything, like we could come out here at 3 o'clock before. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we used to, the very minute you come out the door of that air coast of a Wednesday evening, you'll be looking forward to going back there next Wednesday. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yes. And then we had a big party then Christmas. We yeah. had tea and cakes. 
Do you sure know it wasn't just tea, like? <laughs> no, I didn't think for the whole, I didn't think for a good few years that I didn't smoke. Right. I gave everything up. I, gave, I, I kind of was dead for a long time until I went back to air coat. Shaney. <laughs> I missed the crack. But, uh, uh, yeah. What a lovely bunch of lads. And we're in the gym now and the swimming pool a few days every week. Fantastic. Fantastic. Lads, I'm going to leave it there with you, Paddy. And Jerry, uh, two members of the Four Amigos, and we're thinking of Bertie and Dennis also. Uh, and thanks to our friends at Arc House for for being with us. To focus, we focused a lot on them in the past hour, but I think they they certainly deserve it. Courts ninety six FM.